Welcome to episode number 18 of the Business Fabulous podcast. This episode was taken from a Facebook Live broadcast where I was reflecting on the She Podcast Live Women's Podcasting Conference in Atlanta and how you can maximize your time at a conference or live event. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where I take your business from right now to fabulous in less than 30 minutes. In each episode, I give you easy, actionable tips and strategies to quickly boost your online visibility, grow your social media, and pinpoint your marketing. This episode is sponsored by the Business Fabulous Academy, a 24-week step-by-step program for female entrepreneurs that want to sell out their products, programs, and services ASAP. Stop chasing sales. Get your target audience coming to you in the Business Fabulous Academy. It's the blueprint to effectively grow your business. To check it out, head over to bit.ly forward slash bizfabacademy. And don't forget to join my free Facebook group, the Business Fabulous Facebook group, for daily strategies, tips, and support to grow your online business in fabulous ways. You can do that at bit.ly forward slash bizfabfbgroup. Welcome to episode number 18, where we reflect on the She Podcast Live podcasting conference and how to maximize your time at a conference or live event. Let's get started. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs get visible online and grow their businesses from right now to fabulous with your host, Bonnie L. Frank. This former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur has produced over 2,000 live broadcasts and has coached business owners worldwide. Each week, Bonnie shares actionable, effective, and proven social media and marketing strategies that help you get seen, get heard, and get paid online to propel your business forward. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the episode. I'm going to talk about how I was able to maximize my time at She Podcast Live, which was an absolute magical event last weekend in Atlanta. I'm going to tell you everything I did to maximize my time there and how you can do the very same things, whether you're at a conference, a live event, a networking event, a coffee at Starbucks. It doesn't matter what it is, and it also doesn't matter if it's in-person or virtual. You can do all of these same things to really maximize your time. What I was saying for the people who joined me live, I took this episode content, I stripped the audio from a live stream that I did from my home office, And I was saying beforehand about how networking events and live events and conferences and a meetup, all of those things, whether it's virtual or in person, can really be a rabbit hole of your time. It can really suck up a lot of your time. So I have created a few little tips and tricks that have really helped me over the years to really maximize my time, whether it's virtually or in person at network events, at meetups, conferences, live events, all of it. She Podcast Live is a, it is now an annual event. It will be an annual event. This was the inaugural She Podcast Live, the very first. And it was the first 
of any conference like this of its kind. This particular conference had over 700 attendees from all over the world. And all of the topics, all of the presentations were about podcasting. It was a podcasting conference, a female and female identifying podcasting conference. Anybody could go, but all of the speakers were females and female identifying. And that in and of itself put it up, uh, set it apart from all the rest of, of every other podcasting conference ever invented. Also, 40%, 40% of the speakers came from diverse backgrounds and were in the LGBTQ community. So really, really diverse backgrounds and or in that community. Amazing. I was really, really honored and so grateful to be one of the speakers. And I talked about really quick and easy ways to promote your podcast on and off of social media. And everybody who enrolls in a program that I've got coming up, the Business Fabulous Academy, will have access to all of that information and more. There were about 15 guys at the conference, really brave fellows. Some of them were exhibitors. Some of them were spouses or partners of some of the people attending the conference and or speaking at the conference. And some of them were just people who wanted to attend. So it was really nice to see men there as well, because those are the men who were really, um, they were really, really supporting what we were about there. They were supportive of a female podcasting conference. For those of you who may be new to podcasting, or maybe you don't have a podcast, or maybe you're thinking about a podcast, if so, I will cheer you on. The vast majority of the podcasting community, right now it's 60%, but until very recently, it was far more than that. Most podcasters are men. Most podcasters have always been men. Now, the newest research from Edison Research says that 40% of podcasters are women, which is a huge, huge increase, a huge increase up to 40%. That's a big deal for those of us who are female podcasters. So the fact that this conference, the She Podcast Conference came about was really incredible timing and was a very, very big deal as well. If you want to know more about She Podcasts, and you want to join the Facebook community, there's over 14,000 women who belong to that community. You can go to shepodcast.com and you'll find all about, out all about it. Or you can head over to uh, Facebook and look for She Podcasts in the groups. So over 14,000 people there. They also have a super squad. And I'm not getting paid for this, by the way. I just love She Podcasts. They also have a super squad and the group and the super squad is headed up by Elsie Escobar and Jessica Kupferman, who headed up the event as well. And the super squad is a $5 a month. I mean, people would pay quadruple, quintuple, sextuple that. They'd pay a lot more than five bucks a month. But currently it's only $5 a month, which is unbelievable. And every other week you get Jessica and every other week you get Elsie answering whatever questions you've got about podcasting. It's unbelievable. These women are so, so bright. So you can check that all of that out at shepodcast.com. 
I wanted to tell you what I have done to, to really maximize my time at the conference. This conference, like I said, was like none other. The vibe, the energy, all around that hotel. It was at the Atlanta Marriott Marquis, which was fabulous. And the energy was absolutely electric. It was absolutely electric. So much support and wonderful, wonderful positive vibes coming, permeating on every floor of that hotel because of the She Podcast crowd. In all, there were over 700 attendees, including all of the exhibitors. It was amazing. People were happy. I met women from all over the world. They were fun. They were nice. They were so nurturing, so welcoming, so incredibly loving. And everyone was there to learn. And that was something that really differed from other conferences I've been at, whether podcasting conferences or not. Every single person, everyone was there to learn. It didn't matter if they were an exhibitor. It didn't matter if they were a man or a woman. It didn't matter how they identified male or female or both. It did not matter where they came from in the world. It did not matter if they've ever podcasted before. It did not matter if they were a keynote speaker. It didn't matter. Every single person was there to learn and everybody attended the workshops. Everybody attended the keynotes. Everybody attended the presentations. Everybody attended the parties. You know, a lot of times you see at conferences, especially the keynotes will come and go. They'll do their keynote and then they head out of there. They'll do their keynote, they'll sell their book, and then they'll head out. It wasn't like that. They were welcoming. They were nurturing. They were answering questions. They were attending the sessions. They were taking notes and learning right alongside people who had never podcasted before. It was amazing. It was wonderful to see. And that was really the, the nurturing, supportive environment that She Podcast has created and has really grown and taught us all about in the past five years. So it was pretty darn incredible. All right, now what did I do to maximize my time there? The very first thing I did was I volunteered. Jessica and Elsie announced at PodFest, at the PodFest Multimedia Expo, Last March, Jessica and Elsie announced there about the She Podcast Live event. And I told them, I'm like, hey, I'm there to help. I will help you do whatever. I literally said it that day when they announced it. That was the first thing I did was I volunteered. The second thing I did was I got in the Whova app. And for those of you who are putting on a live event or you're interested in telling somebody about a fabulous app to use for live events, it's Whova, W-H-O-V-A. And so you download the app and this app was amazing and we are still all in it. It hasn't shut down yet. We're still all in it and they will very likely use it for the next She Podcast Live. And there are other podcasting conferences that are already thinking of using this app because it was so darn amazing. It allowed us not only to connect with everybody, including the exhibitors, it allowed us to schedule meetups. It allowed us to post articles. It allowed us to ask questions. It allowed us to get answers. It allowed the organizers to have their own thread where it was just announcements from the organizers. It allowed us to post photos 
And when they opened up the our access to the app, and it was totally free, when they opened up our access to the app, they did it a couple of months in advance. And I was so happy for that because people like Kimberly Sumter, people like uh, many of the incredible women that I met from all over the world at She Podcast, I'd never known these women before, but I was able to meet them virtually, air quotes, quote unquote, to meet them and to communicate with them and to form relationships with them for the entire couple of months before the conference started so that by the time we actually met in person at the conference, we really did know each other. We had never actually taken a picture before, so I selfied, you know, out the wazoo. We had never taken pictures before. I'd never met them in person before, but I actually knew them and they knew me. And that was amazing. It was really wonderful. Also, being able to post photos, you could see different things that people were doing before the conference and different things that they were doing like to help their podcasting along. Like you would see how people were putting up soundproofing on their walls and you would see different things that people were doing and you saw the swag that people were getting ahead of time and you saw the business cards that people were creating ahead of time. If you're watching the live stream, you can see this. If you're not watching the live stream and you haven't seen my business card yet, feel free to message me at listener at bonnielfrank.com and I will send you a picture of my business card. It has business fabulous, and it has a picture of me with my crown and my boa, which is part of my branding on Business Fabulous. Business Fabulous podcast on the front with information about how to obtain the podcast, my website, my phone number, ways to contact me. And then on the other side is Bonnie L. Frank, and there's a picture of me again in front of the microphone, but this time I'm without crown, I'm without boa. And it says online visibility expert and business growth strategist because that's what I do. And my podcast is all about that. It's all about how to increase your online visibility and how to grow your business. I've got one business card that I use whether I'm at a podcasting conference or not. For me, that was a really very strategic move. I see people all the time who have a business card for their podcast. Then they have another business card for another podcast. They have another business card for their business. And they never know what business card they're bringing where and when. And it's, I don't even understand that. Business cards are not the most expensive thing in the world, but my advice would be put it all on one card, even if you've got to do what I did and make it a two-sided card. Some people say that they leave the back of their business card blank for people to take notes. Well, that's a good idea, except I have news for you. If somebody's going to take notes on your business card, they're going to take notes regardless of how that business card looks. If they want to take notes, they're going to take notes. Having one side of your business card be totally blank is a waste of 50% of the real estate that you've got to promote yourself and your business and or your podcast on that business card. I don't understand that. It's like you're paying twice as much as you need to. So my business cards have always been double-sided. They've always been double-sided, just like my swag, like I'm wearing my Business Fabulous sweatshirt, is two-sided. I've got the logo on the front with the three points that I say, which is 
boosting your online visibility, growing your social media, and pinpointing your marketing. I've got those three things on my sweatshirt. And then on the back, I have hashtag business fabulous because that's my hashtag. By the way, if you ever put on your Insta stories, hashtag business fabulous, and you tag me, I will re-tag that on all three of my Instagram accounts, on all three of them. I have three Instagram accounts. One is Business Fabulous Podcast. One is The Visibility Expert, because that's me if you want to be more visible online. And the third one is Bonnie.Frank, which is the first one that I started with. I will re-promo whatever it is that you've put out on your story if you tag me and you use the hashtag Business Fabulous. So that is free advertising for you. Free ways to be more visible. The Whova app was really, really very instrumental for me. It also won me prizes. I didn't know I was going to win prizes. I was just simply connecting with everyone. But once I saw you could win prizes, I was like, it is on. It is on. I'm going to win a prize. I actually ended up winning first prize, which was a free ticket to She Podcast Live 2020. And I would be already going anyway. So I won a ticket, which is fabulous. And I'm planning on giving away the ticket. So that was one thing I won. Another thing I won was a $25 gift certificate to Sephora, which was amazing. So I put it in my Insta stories. I got to the conference way early. So I went to Lenox Square and I did Insta stories from there. And I did an Insta story about what I bought with that gift card. So I won two prizes just from being social on social, just from literally communicating with people at the conference who I would have communicated with anyway. Like I said, my business cards were double-sided. I feel that that's a huge bonus. And my swag was double-sided. Again, a big bonus. Another thing that I did, I went early to the conference. I went really early. The opening party was on Thursday night, and then the conference actually began. The sessions began on Friday, Then there was another party Friday night, and then there was sessions all day Saturday, an incredible party Saturday night, thank you, Lipson, and then more sessions all day Sunday. Well, I was actually there from Sunday through Monday, so I was there for eight days. Jessica came the next day. Yes, I actually got there before she did. She came the next day and I started helping her out with whatever it was she wanted help with. So I went there to help without any job assignment. I was just like, hey, I'm going to book my flight. I'm going to be there. See you in Atlanta. I'm there to help you do whatever you want. By volunteering and letting her know, really know ahead of time, hey, I'm going to be there for you. I really am going to be there. That really helped out a lot and it helped to maximize my experience. And it also, I was able to see a lot of the behind the scenes and be part of it, which was pretty darn amazing. And also meet a lot of women that I wouldn't ordinarily have met. I was really, really thrilled about that. Through the app and also at the conference, I was able to enter giveaways that exhibitors were having. Now, I knew because I I knew I was going to volunteer and I knew I was going to attend sessions and I knew I was speaking, I knew that my time with the exhibitors would be a little bit limited. So I went ahead and entered every single giveaway that I could through the Whova app before the conference even started. Before the conference started, I had entered three giveaways. 
I knew which exhibitors I definitely wanted to connect with ahead of time. So I starred them. They would stand out amongst all the other exhibitors. So it would be a reminder to me, oh yeah, you wanted to connect with this person or you wanted to definitely visit that booth. So I was setting myself up for success ahead of time. Speaking at the conference was an unbelievable gift. I mean, that was just such a gift to be able to speak. I spoke about quick and easy and effective and proven ways to grow your podcast on and off of social media. A lot of people think, oh, you've got to do it all on social media or you've got to get a Patreon. I don't have Patreon. Maybe at some point I will, but I've already monetized my podcast many times over without Patreon. So there are many, many ways to monetize anything without a Patreon. For those of you who have never done Patreon, Patreon is a way to give money to support something. So for example, the She Podcast Super Squad, that is Patreon. It's five bucks a month. And so a lot of podcasts will open up a Patreon and allow their listeners to support the podcast. Well, that's wonderful. It's, it's certainly, it's available. You can do it before you even launch the podcast. You can open up a Patreon anytime you want. It's like a GoFundMe. You can do that anytime you want. I chose not to do that. Many people abuse and misuse Patreon. If you want to look at Patreon, go to patreon.com, patreon.com. You'll find out everything you need to know about it. A lot of people have Patreons. A lot of podcasters have Patreons. I just chose not to do it. In fact, one of the things that I did at the conference on Thursday before any of the parties or anything started, I held a meetup. I held a meetup that, oh gosh, maybe 80 women said that they were interested in, and it was all about how to monetize your podcast And I literally went in reverse order from least obvious to most obvious and most obvious ending with Patreon. If you want to monetize your podcast, hit me up at bit.ly forward slash pod money. That's a way that you can sign up for a totally free 20 minute talk with me and we will talk about monetizing your podcast. If you want to grow your business, not necessarily your podcast, hit me up at bit.ly forward slash chat Bonnie, bit.ly forward slash chat Bonnie, and we will talk for 20 minutes totally free on how to grow your business. Volunteering, using the app, speaking, attending the sessions, having a meetup, all of that was really, really instrumental in me maximizing my time. When I attended the sessions, I took notes and I also did really, really short videos that I added to my Instagram stories. How did that help? Well, it helped because every single time I did an Insta story, I tagged people. Doing all of those things really, really helped. And the Instagram stories helped a great deal. Not only did it build my Insta followers by 40%, it also built my other two Instagram accounts. Because like I said, I've got three Instagram accounts. It built all of them. It built my email list by about 8%. It built my email list by 8%. Just doing what I was doing and every single thing I did was free. Everything I did was free. I didn't put out any ads. I didn't pay any any money for any ads. The money I paid to attend the conference I, was actually part of the Kickstarter. 
I helped fund the Kickstarter because I was all about that conference and I was going to help Jessica and Elsie any way I could. So that was actually the only money I spent, which I would have spent had they not done a Kickstarter. I still would have bought a ticket to the conference. I didn't put out any ads. I spent no money in advertising and I built my list. I built my following. I have monetized my podcast many times over. I have gotten clients. I have made incredible connections with women from all over the world. Even if they end up never becoming a client of mine, my goal was not really to get clients from the conference. It really was not. I mean, that's all wonderful. My goal was not to get clients. My goal was to grow my podcast. My goal is always to grow my podcast. It's two different ways of looking at maximizing your time there. So tagging the people that I took the selfies with, tagging the people who I heard if they were a keynote or a presenter, taking a picture or taking a video and tagging them and tagging She Podcast in every single Insta story I put out. And there were hundreds that I put out tagging She Podcast again and again and again was really, really beneficial. She Podcast did not repost every single one of my hundreds of Instagram stories, but definitely I was noticed by She Podcast and absolutely they reposted many of them. It really, really helped to maximize my time there. And taking the videos was really helpful. Not only are those things saved on my camera, all the little snippets are saved there. I can reuse that at any time I want. But once again, it also got me noticed by the speakers. And by volunteering, I was able to meet some of the keynotes that I I might not have been able to meet if I had not volunteered. For me, that was really, really helpful. Every single thing I did was free. Everything I did, anyone could have done. Anybody, anybody who was at that conference could have done what I did. Anybody who was at that conference could have had as much promotion as I personally and professionally got by being at that conference. Libsyn happens to host my podcast. So my business cards were at the Libsyn booth. Again, that was a way that I could connect with other people without literally handing them my business card. My business card was there at the booth. And people do pick up those business cards. And in fact, at She Podcasts, all of the business cards that were at that booth were female podcasters. That was great. Anybody could have had two-sided business cards. Anybody could have had two-sided swag and worn the swag at the conference. When I was volunteering, I had the bright pink She Podcast shirt on, which I loved. And then when I wasn't volunteering, I had my Business Fabulous podcast t-shirt on. So I usually had my Business Fabulous under my She Podcast shirt, and I would just rip off my She Podcast shirt, and then I had my Business Fabulous shirt on. So when I did the meetup, I had my Business Fabulous shirt. When I attended sessions, I had my Business Fabulous shirt. And so I was sporting swag and hashtag representing somebody every single moment that I was there. When I was speaking, I actually had a nice outfit on. Besides that, I was always representing either She Podcasts and or Business Fabulous. I really hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that it's allowed you to think about how you can maximize your time at a live event, at a networking event, at a coffee with somebody, 
at a conference, at a virtual meetup, whether or not it's in-person or virtual, you can do all of these same things, all of them. Look, I showed you, we're meeting virtually here because I'm live streaming it. I'm showing you, for those of you watching the live stream, I'm showing you my double-sided business card. I've also shown you my swag. Here, for those of you listening to the podcast, I know you can't see that, but I'm telling you what I'm doing. For those of you watching the live stream, you can see that. So I'm showing you virtually what I've done. I've described everything so that whether or not you're watching the live stream or listening to the podcast, you're getting all of the information and you can do all of this with any meetup, whether it was a virtual meetup or an in-person meetup, whether it was a coffee at Starbucks or some indie coffee shop. If you're meeting me, it's probably going to be an indie coffee shop. Whether it's virtual or whether it's in-person, you can utilize all these same tactics, all of them. Here's my challenge for you. My challenge is to take just one, just take one of these strategies that I have laid out and implement it in whatever conference, live meetup, virtual meetup, virtual summit, networking event, coffee, virtual, in-person, doesn't matter. Use one of these strategies that I've laid out in this episode to help maximize your time at that event. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Business Fabulous. I hope that you'll take today's challenge. Reach out to me on social media and let me know how you're doing. Remember, together, we're Business Fabulous. Be sure to subscribe to Business Fabulous on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Look for that bright pink square. That's me, Business Fabulous with Bonnie L. Frank. If you want to suggest a topic or tell me what you think about the podcast, give me any feedback, be sure to email me at listener at bonnielfrank.com. I hope you're having an awesome day filled with loads of smiles and lots of opportunities. Until next time, and as always, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to help nurture that spark inside of you to become business fabulous.